prayers for your day. This is Danita, and today is Thursday, July the 8th, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of the people, places, and things that are directly and intentionally connected to you. As always, it is an honor and a blessing to pray with you and for you Monday through Friday between the hours of 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. As you listen to this prayer, come in agreement, if not um, if not for yourself, but in agreement for your loved ones. Send this prayer. If I say something, if the Holy Spirit leads for me to say something, and you know or you sense in your spirit it is for someone else, share this prayer. We are called to encourage one another in the faith. And I believe that sometimes when God lays something on your heart, it is for you to do it at that moment. Remember, delayed obedience is still disobedience. I don't know which pastor said that, so I'm giving um, some pastor credit. It's not me saying it, but delayed obedience is still disobedience. So what has God told you to do that you're still not doing? What has God told you to do that you're still not doing? Nonetheless, on this week, we're reading from 2 Samuel. 2 Samuel, so get in your Bible, read the Word of God, uh, listen to the Word of God, um, get familiar with the passage, but we're focusing on 2 Samuel chapter 1 this week. This week, 2 Samuel chapter 1. You might say, why are you spending the whole week on a chapter? Because as you continue to read, um, Second Samuel chapter 1, as you continue to meditate on Second Samuel chapter 1, then God will give you a revelation knowledge and as to what the Word is speaking. What God is giving me at this moment may not be the same thing that he gives you. What, the, what jumps out at me may not be the same thing that jumps out at you, but nonetheless, get into the habit of reading the word daily, hearing the word daily, because that's how we get through. We wash ourselves with the word, but not just any word, the living word, the living word. So in Second Samuel chapter 1, on yesterday, we talked about David asking lots of questions, and people sometimes get upset when you ask a lot of questions. They feel like um, they don't some, in some cases, they feel like they don't owe you an explanation or they just want to tell you what they have to tell you. Let them talk. Quit asking questions. But see, a wise person asks questions. Don't ever let somebody just come into your life and start telling you things, even if they, oh, you're great, you're beautiful, you're awesome, ooh, you're fine, or ooh, I want to marry you, or whatever, whatever, and you not ask any questions, especially for, you, you know, single people out here, if you desire to be married, don't let the, the, the most, you know, who you ever, whoever you consider handsome or men, whoever you consider attractive to walk in your life and you not asking them questions, you know, and just let them tell, no, where are you from? What happened? When they say, oh, you know, I was married. Well, what happened in your marriage? You know what I mean? Tell me. And then he asked again, how do you know? If they oh, I fell out of love. Well, how do you know you fell out of love? And then he asked again, he circled back around, where are you from? Even if you got to ask the same question 
more information will be revealed. Don't be afraid to ask questions. I pray today that God would give you the courage to ask some questions, to have the difficult conversation. Hallelujah. David was, he was a warrior. He was not, um, he was not, you know, when we see him here, this was before, you know, Bathsheba, but nonetheless, he was a wise man. He asked questions. Get an understanding before you make decisions. Get an understanding. And so as we look at Second Samuel chapter 1, and we look at the passage here specifically, uh, yesterday I stopped at verse 14. Uh, I'm going to read 14 again all the way through 16. David asked him, why weren't you afraid to lift your hand to destroy the Lord's anointed? He was asking the Amalekite this because, remember, if you didn't listen on yesterday to the prayer, go back, but I'm going to sum it up for you. Um, he was asking the Amalekite, why did you feel so comfortable killing Saul when you knew that Saul was king? Like, why, even though Saul asked for it, why did you feel comfortable doing that? Then David called one of his men and said, go strike him down. So he struck him down, and he died. The man struck down the Amalekite who killed Saul, even though the Amalekite said that Saul said, kill me. In fact, Saul was already hurt. But Saul said, hey, you, you know, who are you? Come over here. When he said, I'm a Amalekite, come over here. Look, you know, kill me before they kill me. So then, you know, verse 16, it said, for David had said to him, your blood be on your own head. Your own mouth testified against you when you said, I killed the Lord's anointed. Now, let me tell you, now, yesterday, when I was reading this, you know, I felt myself, um, and I want to say me, I felt myself kind of interpreting it a different way. But on this morning, as I read it again, um, I, I think, I think, and this is this is the revelation that I believe that the Lord has given me, and you read it and see what the Lord has given you. But here's the thing. He said, your mouth, your own mouth testified against you. See, here's the reality of it. A lot of times we do things and we say things and we don't know who we're doing them to. <laughs> we really don't know who we're messing with in terms of this person being God's person. In spite of how they're acting, right, because we know Saul, Saul crowned on David, and David loved Saul, and we'll see that even more in this chapter. But a lot of times we really don't know who we're putting our mouth on. We really don't know what we're saying when we kill the Lord's anointed. Now, in this passage, the Amalekite literally killed Saul. But, see, there's a lot of things that we kill with our mouths in terms of other people. See, a lot of times we will speak death to somebody's dreams or visions when we speak negativity over somebody's marriage, when we say to somebody, 
oh, well, you ought to go ahead and divorce him or her, we put our mouth and we're speaking death to their marriage. When we say and put our mouth on somebody's child and we don't know that that child is God's anointed, I even if they out here running amok, even if they out here, you know, getting high, you know, doing drugs, and we like, oh, Lord, even if it's our child and we say certain things, we have to watch what we say because the Amalekite, you know, only God knew the Amalekite's, uh, you know, his um, his heart when he ran over there and did what Saul told him to do. But nonetheless, he thought when he went to David, even though the Amalekites were the people that Saul was supposed to destroy, but Saul let them live anyway. And then, you know, it was the Amalekite who actually came and helped Saul, we can say euthanasia, kill himself because it was at Saul's request. But nonetheless, Saul was God's anointed. And so when we kill people, not physically, but maybe spiritually, maybe um, maybe mentally, right? Because we say negative things. We we kill their spirit, meaning we, you know, we we make it hard for them spiritually. We mock who they're trying to be, or we keep reminding them of their past, or we say negative things about them where we've established low self-esteem, however it may be. When we put our mouth on people and we kill them or we um, influence in their lives low self-esteem and negativity, we don't realize sometimes who we're messing with. When we put our mouth on certain people, and we have no idea that they're God's chosen one, even though they may not be walking in it. They were Saul was anointed at that time to be king. We, you know, they didn't have to like it, they didn't have to agree with it, but that was the will of the Lord. So we have to be careful about who we put our mouth on because guess what? It was the Amalekite, his own mouth testified against him. See, the Bible talks about how our mouths will tell how we overcome through the word of our mouth and through our testimony, through the blood of the Lamb and through our testimony. So, see, we can testify for the good and for the bad. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today, for this is the day that you have made, and we are rejoicing, and we are glad in it. We're thankful for another day. We're thankful for this morning's rising, oh God. We're thankful for another opportunity to get our lives together in the name of Jesus. We're thankful for another another day, oh God, to draw closer unto you. For God, your word says that if we draw nigh unto you, you would draw nigh unto us. God, we are so thankful to wake up in the land of the living in the name of Jesus, oh God. We're so thankful for your blood covering, oh God, over us, over our homes, 
over our family members, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we're so thankful we come to you this morning with a heart of gratitude on today. We thank you, God, for keeping us all day on yesterday and through the midnight hour, oh, God, because we know that we can't keep ourselves. You are our keeper. You are our shelter. You are our stronghold. You are our refuge, oh, God. You are our help in the time of trouble, and we thank you for that one this morning. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we ask, oh, God, that you would forgive us. Right now, in the name of Jesus, at the times that we have put our mouths on your anointed, the times that we had something negative to say, oh God, about your chosen people, whether it be our pastor, whether it be those serving in the church, oh God, whether it be those, Heavenly Father, that have a heart desire to do better, whether it be those, oh God, that we don't even know, we just decided to put our mouths on them. We just decided, oh God, hallelujah, based on what we heard, oh God, we didn't ask any questions like David did. Just based on what we heard, we decided to kill that marriage with our mouths. We decided to talk about somebody's child, oh God, because of what we heard they were doing. We decided to talk about somebody's relationship or question somebody's relationship with you, God. At times when we might have looked at a person and said, well, I don't think they're serious or they're not trying to get closer to God. Or times that we see how they're going to get closer to God and they still going to the club or how they get closer to God and they still hanging with this person or that person. It's not for us to say, oh, God, but it's for us to pray. Hallelujah. It is not for us to say, but it is for us to pray. Hallelujah, so that we are not putting our mouth on your anointed people, on your chosen people, but instead, oh God, we are coming to you on their behalf. God, we don't know what you're doing in people's lives. Hallelujah, but we know you're moving. Hallelujah, we don't know what you're doing in our spouse's life. But we know you're moving. We don't know what what you're doing in our children's lives, but we know you're moving. We don't know what you're doing in our cities, even though the murder rate is going up, but we know you're moving because we're praying, oh God. We are seeking you first. Your word said to seek you first. Hallelujah. And your righteous righteousness, and you would add all those things unto us. Oh, God, we pray that you would give us wisdom with our tongues, oh, God. God, let our tongues cleave to the roof of our mouths, Heavenly Father, when we don't have anything positive to say. Let our tongues cling to the roof of our mouths, oh, God. Hallelujah. When we, when we feel like we need to say something because everybody else is saying something negative. Let our tongues cling to the roofs of our mouth, O oh God, if we're not speaking, Heavenly Father, as the Holy Spirit gives utterance, as the Holy Spirit gives guidance, as the Holy Spirit gives wisdom, insight, and understanding. Let our tongues cling to the roofs of our mouth, O oh God, so that our mouths will not testify against us and no blood will be on our hands. God, we pray for those right now who have blood on their hands for speaking divorces in relationships. 
for they know not what they do. Forgive them, O oh God, for they know not what they do. We plead the blood, God, we ask for forgiveness for those, O oh God, who have spoken death over children, O oh God. Saying so and so, they child, they so and so son gonna get killed. He out there doing this, doing that. That they're testifying to the detriment of somebody's son or somebody's daughter. Lord, we pray that you would forgive them now in the name of Jesus. And God, we pray that you would continue, God, to cover us and cover our children and our children's children, our spouses our family members, and those connected to us with the blood of Jesus. Cover our minds with the blood. Hallelujah. We declare and decree on today that we will have the mind of Christ. Those in our family that have been suffering with depression and oppression will have the mind of Christ. And we consider it done, and we seal this prayer with the precious blood of the Lamb. In Jesus' name, amen. 